Welcome to La Casa Blanca Podcast. I'm your host, B. I'm here with O, joining me again after a tough two results. And currently the UCL Tuesday matches are going on. Uh, Leverkusen and Brugge are tied nil-nil in about the 80th minute. Athletes down 2-0, going to Europa League, and Bayer Leverkusen just hit the crossbar. How are we doing today, O? I mean, terrible. It's been, it's been rough. It's been... Ah, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a rough week, and honestly, I'm, I'm wait, I'm just, I want to forget about it, because it's been, it's been a very rough week for Real Madrid, and, um, yeah, it's been, been hard, been really hard. Yeah, I mean... I'm assuming some of that has to do with Real Madrid, would be my guess. Um, I'm unsure, but you know, I'm going to guess that some of that has to do with the lack of results over the last week. Um, we go into a game against Celtic that, in my opinion, is a must-win, um, just based on the point total. Or, you know, we're hoping for a draw between Shakhtar and Leipzig, or a Shakhtar win, I believe. Um, I don't really remember how the group looks off the top of my head, but I don't believe that we should go in hoping for those two teams to draw. We should be attempting to win the game tomorrow. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If Ancelotti and the players want to gain back our trust as fans, they need to win. Losing or drawing to Celtic at the Bernabeu after dropping... After dropping points to Leipzig, losing our first game of the season against Leipzig, and then literally three days later, drawing against fucking Girona um, at the Bernabeu, 1-1, and performing extremely poorly. It's, um, uh, I mean, they need, they need it if, if they want redemption, it's just, it's, it's got to be against Celtic. I don't care about Shakhtar and uh, Leipzig. I don't care if they drew. I don't care who draws. I don't care who wins. I what I care is us winning. Like it's it's a must win game. I don't care about the uh, the other the other two teams. I just care about us winning. If we don't win, it's gonna be a massive failure. It's gonna be a massive disappointment. And um, yeah. It's just, it's a must-win game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we have to get back on track. Um, It's really not what we wanted these last two games. Obviously, you know, you want to win every match, but realistically, you're not going to win every match. But, you know, the games against Girona at home are the games you got to win. And, you know, I don't want to go too much into that um, because that's not really the point of today. But, you know... Girona only accumulated one point from all of their away matches this season. And now they have two points from all of their away matches this season. So it's obviously not optimal about what happened um, over the weekend. And it's not what we expect. Um, 
we are converging today, you know, to talk about whatever's on our mind just because, you know, I felt like doing a pod. I don't know if O felt like doing it, but I reached out to him and said, hey, do you want to do a pod today? And he said, sure. So here we are. Um, something I know I want to talk about is just the Benzema, um, just the Benzema topic right now. Um, I'm not going to get into anything. I'm just going to lay facts down right now. Uh, so Kareem Benzema has played 11 games this season and missed nine games, including the national team. Some other facts are based on what we've heard. The physios don't ha- see any problems with anything that Kareem, anything wrong with Kareem's body. Also, looking at the situation, we know that a player knows his body better than anyone. That is for sure. I can't sit. I couldn't sit here and tell O, you know, O's telling me his stomach hurts. I can't sit here and say no, it doesn't. You you did this. You did that. You know, that's. I I don't know how he feels, and you know, so when it comes to Kareem, I can't tell him how he feels. But something I do know, and I know this personally because of the, where my wife works or fiance, whatever you want to call her, she works in the field with football. She works at a Division One school with football, and you know they have conference play. And something I know, and she knows, is that when you, players have injuries, there are certain times where they will milk an injury to stay out longer to make it to a certain event. Um, I think it'd be naive to believe that Kareem is missing games because he's injured and not for the World Cup. Um, I know specifically she would have players um, the day they're not playing a conference game. They got hurt in the game before, and they have a conference game coming up. Hey, Caitlin, I'm not feeling well. What's wrong? This hurts, this hurts, this hurts. Okay, well, let's test it out, right? You know, Let's say it's a muscle injury on your leg. They're going to flex the muscle, see how far it can go, X, Y, and Z, and... These athletes are telling her it hurts, but they are able to perform every single rehab to its highest extent that the human body can go or their human body can go, hence pointing to no injury. But she can't sit there and say, you're not injured, but she can sit there and say, from what I see, you're not injured. And personally, as someone that, you know, lives with someone that has to listen to her talk about this for a career and, you know, her telling me, I went to the coach saying, you know, I'll just say X player says they're hurt. They did the entire rehab. They did it further than the normal human being can because they're athletes. They're more flexible. You know, their muscles are stronger, et cetera. So I don't believe that they're injured, but they're telling me they're injured. So it's really your call. And I know I just went on a long tangent, but I think it was a lot of important information for what I believe is going on with Kareem Benzema. In the sense, I am insinuating Benzema is fine. He's claiming to be hurt, which he is not. And he is trying to save his health for the World Cup. We've seen certain players go down like Eric Garcia and then be back the next game, you know, as a precaution. Players that are close to the World Cup aren't taking any, you know, they're not taking any chances. They want to play in the World Cup. 
yes, the World Cup, the the World Cup's going to make you a lot of money, but it's not going to make as much money as your actual employer. And I'm officially done with my rant. Do you have anything to say about what I just said? Think I'm wrong? Think I'm right? I know Benzema's not injured. I know that Benzema wants to play in the World Cup, and I know he doesn't want to. He wants to play in the World Cup, and so he just he doesn't want to risk. Um, he doesn't want to risk an injury. Maybe he's not fit one hundred percent, and I don't think he will ever be one hundred percent fit. But what? We know for sure is that Benzema is putting the national team ahead of Real Madrid. That they, the, but whether you look at it from an injury standpoint or a fitness standpoint or whatever, at the end of the day, Benzema is putting the national team first. Which you know he he can he can do that. I guess. I mean, it for me. I don't. I'm 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 a fan of Real Madrid. I'm not a fan of France. I don't give a fuck about France. I don't care. If, I, I don't. I don't say that. I don't even give a fuck about Benzema. But um, I only want the best for my club. And I guess Benzema doesn't see it that way. He doesn't. He doesn't care about playing for Real Madrid right now as much as he would like to play in the World Cup. And you know, granted, he hasn't played in the World Cup since 2014. So. And you know he he missed six years worth of international games with France, so I guess that's why he's so eager to play in the World Cup with France. But at the end of the day, he is not playing for he's not playing for France full time. He's playing rounded full time, and so whenever he's available, whenever Benzema is available and is fit, and he knows that he's fit, he should play for Real Madrid. Especially when he knows that we have no backup striker. Um, honestly, like Benzema's form has been very, very concerning. Even when he plays, he plays very, very poorly. But you know, at least having him on the pitch, you know, he he is better than not having him on the pitch because, like I said, we just have no backup number nine. So, but and I, I'm sure Benzema knows it, but. I guess, like I said, he just doesn't care. He only cares about his national team, which, you know, is whatever, I guess. But um, what what really bothers me about it is when fans try to explain his situation and, you know, defend his perspective when it's completely wrong to just say, I'm injured, I don't want to play because I don't want to miss the World Cup. Like for me, that's just that's. I mean, it's that's the definition of being selfish. Um, well, people won't admit that he's being selfish because you know he hasn't um fucking had surgery on his fucking pinky, uh, and he's been playing with that injury for like two years. And so Benzema loves the club more than anyone. It's his fucking pinky. It doesn't affect anything. He he can honestly have that surgery any day. He can have it next week, and he'll be back three days later. Won't won't, won't even matter. He can he can actually uh, have surgery and and be and be at training the next day. It's it's legit not that big, that big a deal. He can play with a cast. He can play with whatever. He can play after the surgery. So to say that Benzema, you know, he loves the club so 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 much that he won't have that surgery on his. Fucking pinky, um, 
so he has the right to, you know, pretend that he's injured and not play with Real Madrid so that he can play in the World Cup. That's very ridiculous and that's very naive and that's very stupid for our fan base to even believe or even a second. But that's what I would expect from a bunch of children who understand nothing about football and don't actually give a fuck about this club whatsoever. The problem is is that there's um the problem is is that there is actual non children that are still defending him and I did take so- I took some notes on your rant just because there were some really important points I wanted to hit. Um a lot of these fans are saying that he has the right to be selfish for everything he's given to the club. That's not what they were saying when Ramos was going to Spain playing injured, which was my second note I took down. This is what Ramos did. Ramos was injured and he would play and then he would re-injure it. And he went to Spain when he was injured and because he wants he wanted to break the Spain international cap. And guess what? It ended up fucking Ramos's career because he played injured too much when he was too old, didn't rest when he needed to. It ended up you know, his career is essentially over. The only reason he's even being considered for the World Cup and made the 55-man squad is because of the fact that Spain's center backs have just been fucking abysmal. They've been terrible, especially right-footed center backs. Do you really think Eric Garcia is a better fit at the World Cup than fucking Sergio Ramos at both their ages? Get the fuck out of my face. It's a clear answer who's the better player right now. Um, So that's the only reason he's even being called up. He literally... He was going to break the cap for Spain. That was his goal. He did not break the cap for Spain. He is not going to break the cap for Spain. Um, Benzema does not have the right to be selfish, and he has one reason to not be the right. He does not have the right to be selfish. And do you know what that one reason is? He's the fucking captain of Real Madrid. If he wasn't the captain, I wouldn't give a shit. But he's supposed to be setting the example for these younger players. He's not setting the example. He's the captain of Real Madrid, and I gave him a pass for showing up to camp late. You know, the club let him show up to camp late, but I'm giving – I gave – I didn't want to give him a pass, but I gave him a pass. But I'm not giving him a pass on this one. You're the captain of Real Madrid. It is your duty, duty to play. The team – you know what? I wouldn't give a shit if we weren't dropping points, but we're dropping points when he's not playing. And I'm not saying, you know, if Benzema was here, we wouldn't have dropped points. But you know what? We could have used a striker in the box last game. We could have. Uh, you know, I went uh, – you know, in the post game, I had said that Mariano Diaz should have started in my opinion. Okay, fine. But, you know, if Benzema, who isn't injured technically – could have played, then why didn't he play? He's the captain. And you know what? He should take a look at Ramos. This has literally happened three years ago. He didn't get the Real Madrid renewal, he thought, because of what happened, because of his injuries. Yeah, yeah, cool. Guess what? We got, you know, we got Militao and Alaba because of the Ramos thing. Okay, so the fuck what? Ramos would have still been here. He fucked himself. And you know what? Benzema should really look at that situation. Players will always just have more control than they should. Um, 
in in a situation where a player doesn't just want to play just to play the World Cup or whatever. Ah, he's honestly for me if if you're gonna allow one player to just sit on the bench or not even be called up for a game uh, so that he can achieve his dream of playing the World Cup or whatever, um, or um, because you feel you know because he's done so much for the club, then you might as well just give every player an excuse not to play, right? Because because that's how it works. If if you've done so much for the club, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and you know, that's not really uh Atletico just got one back, so it's 2-1, but doesn't matter. They're still going to Europa. Um Yeah, I mean and you know, part of part of my issue with it really is the fact that Benzema gets to sit at home and be you know, do whatever he's doing, but Vinicius is over here literally dying on the pitch because he has no help at all. And he's not injured and, you know, oh well Vinny has Vinny has three more World Cups to go to. I don't give a flying fuck how many World Cups he has to go to. The dude could have a the dude could tear his ACL and never be the same again. I.e. look at Marco Asensio, who hasn't been the same since he tore his ACL. You know? And you know, maybe that was a, you can call that a mentality thing. You can call it whatever you want, but you know, Vinicius could get injured in these next two games because guess what? He's not being rested. He's not, and he can't get rested because you can't have a full front line of just random. You know, you can't have a. You know, I guess Carlo doesn't feel comfortable going Rodrigo, Asensio, Hazard, or Mariano Diaz, Hazard, Asensio. You know what I'm saying? Like Benzema doing this is fucking the team. Guess what? If we lose the league by a point. Because of the Girona game that he decided to sit out because he wanted to go to the World Cup, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. You know, and like it's not like Barcelona slowing down. And I, you know, I don't want this to be just a Benzema hate sesh, but that's what it is right now. I am pissed off at this fucking dude. He is the captain of this team, and he is not acting like a captain. Vinicius could be like, hey, I want to rest. Luka Modric could have said, you know what? I don't want to play these next four games before the World Cup. But you know what? If Luka Modric said that, at least he has legitimate cover. But Luka played last game. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about Vinicius, Luka, you know, Vini getting fucked by all of this because he has been, or Luka, you know, literally playing because... I mean... When you think about it, a player like Tony Cruz or a player like Pokemon, they both always put the club first. Um, Tony Cruz legit retired from playing for Germany at the age of 31 or 30 just so he can focus on, on Real Madrid. Um, you know, granted, Tony Cruz played in the World Cup and he won the World Cup. He played in Euros. But still, they still put the club first and I would like to think that Cruz no matter what whether he won the World Cup whether he played in the World Cup he would have still put Real Madrid first because that's just the type of player that he is you know he he's the type of player who wants to retire early he doesn't want to play you know until he's 35 or 36 37 um Luka Modric you know he 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 puts in 100% whether it's for his nation or for Real Madrid but you know I would also like to think that Luka wouldn't you know Sit out just so that he wouldn't play. Like Luca could sit out. Luca is and was injured. Um, he wasn't. He only had like one training session before the 
for the game against Girona. Same thing for Fede Valverde, but they played. And he and started. Luka yeah, and Luka Modric are 37. He's not, um, you know, he's he's also an age 22. footballer. Um, so Benzema is just getting um, a very special treatment, which is something that I very much dislike, and I don't think that he deserves it. Uh, and it's not that Benzema... Uh, specifically doesn't deserve it, it's that, that no one on this squad should be treated that way. We should be given um should be given time off for Special any reason. Treatment. Um but uh, you know it's just it is what it is. We can't do anything about it. We can't even change people's minds because they'll be like you're just ungrateful ungrateful for what Benzema's done he deserves this. He uh, uh, he should um, get his rest and play in the World Cup, as if he's been playing well this entire season. He got his rest. He um, he uh, he he joined our camp, our preseason camp, very very late, and he started off the season extremely poor. He's still poor. He still plays poorly. He still went up. Uh, honestly, like Vinicius and Rodrigo and Fede in the attack. Uh, honestly, like would you even would you even consider that you know Marco Asensio is worse than Benzema this far into the season? I because I, I wouldn't. I really, I really wouldn't. I said at least yeah, Asensio. You, you're talking been, about this season, this season specifically. Yeah, I'm guessing. This season. Yeah, just just this season, because at least Asensio. Yeah, honestly, in- they've been pretty even. Honestly, yeah, because at least Asensio has been impactful off off the bench, but Benzema hasn't been that impactful. Honestly, and Benzema been hasn't here. been impactful at all. Um, he's been completely, honestly, I would say useless. Um, the past few games, but you know, you, you get crucified if you say anything, but. You know, it is like I said. It is what it is. If 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 Benzema wants to take time off and Benzema wants to just sit on his ass doing nothing to the complain the World Cup, fine. Um, but when the team does struggle, the, the there's there's a clear person that we need to point fingers on. If we're play, like specifically if we're playing well, but we just can't get the ball into the net, and Benzema's on beca- on vacation. Like, are you really going to point fingers at Florentino Perez for not signing a striker? Because guess what? The only reason Florentino Perez does not sign a striker is because he thought that Benzema would be here just like every coach, like every fucking president would. He thought he had the best player in the world, but no, the best player in the world, the Ballon d'Or winner, doesn't want to fucking play. So yeah, go ahead and blame Florentino Perez for that, for, for for trusting Benzema. Like honestly, like fuck it, Florentino is wrong for trusting Benzema, considering that he doesn't fucking want to play. Yeah, and you know, um, you said a lot of interesting things, a lot of things that I, you know, wholeheartedly do agree with. But you know, for starters, I guess. Um, 
if we didn't have so many injuries, I'd be able to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you want to rest for the World Cup, you know what, whatever. But, you know, we have a ton of injuries. We've been dealing with injuries, and he's one of the in- injured. I'm putting that in air quotes because we don't actually know, you know, if he actually is injured. And, you know, I had sent you this tweet. I'm not going to talk about who it is. You know, it's someone that's very popular on Madrid Twitter. But he says, this is his justification. If Benzema, the player who gave 13 years of his career to Real Madrid, like putting a number on it changes anything, but whatever, wants to take precautions not to risk his first World Cup participation since 2014. So you're admitting he already participated in the World Cup, so who cares? Then by all means, he has earned more than the right to do that. I mean, That's the justification we're getting from big accounts on Madrid Twitter. And, you know, the little kids and little minions are like, yeah, he's right. He won the ball and they were like, I'm just sorry. Again, if this was Cristiano, would people, you think people would be like, yeah, Cristiano, you go rest for Portugal. I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. Honestly, and maybe like, he is injured. I mean, that's honestly that's pretty doubtful for me. Um, if the medical staff are saying, I don't think he is, is saying, that he's, he's saying that he's all, all they can't well. find anything wrong with him. He pro, you know, he probably, um, you know, he probably doesn't feel like he's one hundred percent fit. But the thing is, Benzema has never been one hundred percent fit, not since he started playing with France. So it's not it's not new. He just doesn't want to risk it because the last time that he did risk it, I guess he just like the, that 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 last international break. He didn't play with France at all, or I think he played like one yeah. game as a sub or whatever. Um, so I think he was like, okay, so no, he didn't go. Uh, yeah, I I pushed myself too hard, even though that was a, at the beginning of the season, and he and he had a long ass break. So he he thought he you know I pushed myself on myself so too hard, and you know. That that caused me not to play with the national team, so therefore I don't I don't want that to happen again. So I'm just gonna sit on my ass doing doing nothing, preparing myself for the World Cup, and I'm not gonna give a fuck about Real Madrid. Um, I'm gonna set my priorities straight, and I'm gonna put France first. That's legit. What um, what Benzema? That's what Benzema's thought process was. And like I said. People who try to justify what Benzema is doing are not really my Real Madrid fans, and it's there's nothing malicious about it. I don't care if you're not truly a Real Madrid fan or you don't love the club or whatever, but you just you have to listen to yourself sometimes. You're just you're giving justification for a player not to play. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the Ballon d'Or winner not to play. Stupid, you know. It's It's not like he's just a nobody. It's fucking stupid. Like, I don't care what he did. Like, that's what I fucking hate about this this fan base. They always cite what players have done. Like, I don't care what they have done. I don't care what they have done. I, I don't care about what they've done after they've retired. That That's when I'll no, start looking into what they've done and look back and think, oh, they were fucking great. But they're still professional footballers who are on contract. Right, they get paid. They get they get paid, right? They get they get paid. He gets paid whenever whether he plays or not. So he gets paid. 
Um, people like to call Hazard, you know, a leech or whatever for not playing and and um, uh, getting that paycheck. But essentially, for the past couple of weeks, that's exactly what Benzema's doing. And granted, you know, Benzema's done a lot for the club, but like I said, I don't give a fuck what the players have done. I care about what they will do. Up until the moment they decide to retire, then I'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, so thank you for your services. Um, but that's that's what Real Madrid does. That's how we work, which is why I'm so fucking pissed off at this weird stance of, you know, um, he gets to do whatever he wants because he's done so much. Like, no, that's not that's not how it works. That's, that will never be how it works. Thinking like that is just fucking stupid, and you're stupid, and Honestly, just fuck these people. They're fucking stupid and fucking, fucking childish. Yeah, and, you know, just, you know, I, I wanted to look through the comments, you know, tries to make a joke. I mean, we've been letting Eden Hazard do this for three years. Okay, again, Eden Hazard did not win a ball in the orb, but that's a different point. Listen to, listen to this shit. This is, see, this is what pisses me off. This This comment right here. Why are people overreacting on this? Modric and Benz shouldn't – questions should not be raised on this. But Vinicius and Rodrigo and the other youngsters must give 100% because they're still young. That pisses me off, man. Oh, because you're young, you, you have to earn the right to not give 100% for the club? What? Do, I, I mean, do these people even listen to what they are saying? I mean, I'm genuinely dumbfounded at the fact that, you know, if anything, how about anyone that, you know, anyone that could potentially go to the World Cup, we should rest them, rest the season, no more playing. I mean, they've earned the right. They won the Champions League last year. Let's take the year off. No big deal. I mean, with this fan base, it's always been a logical problem. Is that they don't see the club as a as an individual entity. They don't see the club. They see the club as players, which is wrong. The club is not players because players will leave, players will retire, players will get injured, players will die. But guess what? One hundred years from now, the club remains. T- tomorrow, it's going to be still be Real Madrid. It won't have Benzema. It won't have Modric, it won't have Cruz, it won't have Rodrigo or Vinicius in 100 years, It will, but it will still be called Real Madrid. It'll still have the Real Madrid badge, it'll still be, you know, the, the Real Madrid stadium is still going to, we're still going to have the same fans, not the same fans, but we're going to have the same Real Madrid fans. They won't be Cruz fans, they won't be Modric fans, they won't be Cristiano Ronaldo fans, they'll be Real Madrid fans, right? So, they think that the club is individuals. Therefore, because these clubs, uh, these players are a part of the club, or they play for the club, therefore they're a, they are the club, which is wrong. They're not the club. They're a very, very, very small part of the club at the moment. That's it. Few, uh, few, after a few years, these parts will change. But the entity that is Real Madrid will still remain the same. But that's just that's not what people that's not what people do. That's that's not that's not how they think. They 
they think that these players can run around doing everything that they that they want just because they've done so much for the club, which is, for me, in my opinion, is fucking wrong. And uh, yeah, I don't say just I I don't I don't have anything to say. I don't have more to say about it. They're just fucking idiots. And you know, like yeah. And like young players, young players, right? They need they need older players, more more experienced players to um. Uh, they need more experienced players to uh to help them in games, especially in big games. Like Vinicius can't do it all on his, all on his own. Rodrigo can't do it all on his own. They can do it for a, for a couple of games, but they just can't do it all on them on their own. So to say that mm-hmm. you know experienced players can can just pull themselves out and be like, "Uh, we've done so much for the club." Oh, yeah, I'm I'm j- I'm, g- I'm just gonna turn off my my alarm and not go to the training this this today because I've done so much for the club so I deserve my rest no like fuck no you have a contract you're obligated like if you have a job right and you've done it for 10 years um unless you're sick unless you want to take a time off unless you're um you know you, you have a family situation or whatever you just can't get out Right, you have to do it. You can't be. Yeah. You can't tell your boss like, "I have done this job for ten years. I'm not. I, I don't want to do it for like a month or so." Right? Um, let's 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 reread the tweet with someone else. If employee, the player who or the employee who gave thirteen years of his career to this company, wants to take precautions not to risk his job with another company. That he hasn't been able to be a part of for a number of years now, then by all means, that person's taken the right to not work for my company. <laughs> it's it's dumbfounding. It's it's literally like tell me how ridiculous that sounds. It sounds sounds like someone needs to get fired. <laughs> yeah, like literally, right? If you did that, you would be fired. If you took time off to go work another job, you know, these guys, you know, well, you can be like, well, you know, they don't get PTO or they don't get this or they don't get that. But let's be honest here. They do get PTO. They get off for, you know, their season runs from August to May. That means they get off for two months. Do you get off for two months in your job? Oh, is your PTO I'll be able to get one months? day? Like a, I, I, I honestly, it, right that's now, that's what I'm I, saying. I, like right now, I have seven vacation days. I've already one. I've already used one day because I was sick. Like I didn't even get a sick leave. No, I, you have to get a doctor's note to have a sick leave. So I took one vacation day. Now I have seven vacation days for a, for the remi- reminder remainder of the year. So, yeah. Lucky, lucky and, Kareem Benzema. And you he don't gets, make he can, he you can don't take two yeah, weeks off yeah. for, for for pretending to be injured. And you don't make what he makes. I don't. You know, we don't. Those documents are very confidential. Especially, you know, Spain does a. Re- that's one of the things. You know, La Liga does very well is actually keeping these uh, contracts under. You know, and it really, it's the clubs. Um, but you know, 
this dude is probably taken home, you know, 20 mil after taxes, I would assume, somewhere in that range. Shit. I would love to make 20 mil to take off whenever I felt, when you know, oh, man, I'm not feeling it today. Oh, I gave you 10 years. Come on. You know, like, I don't know. Just, it bothers me. It bothers me. And the fact it doesn't bother other people just shows to me that they don't really care, you know, they don't care about the club. I mean. They say they do, but they don't. I mean, eventually, eventually, what, what will happen is that they will blame Florentino Perez and say that he didn't he didn't sign a backup. Therefore, it's not Benzema's problem. But yeah, you know, um, thing is, when you sign up, when you sign a backup, you're like, OK, so I have I don't I don't have a striker, so I'm going to sign a striker. I, I have a striker that's always injured, so I'm going to sign a backup. But Benzema has always wanted to play even when he felt like he was injured. That, that's the, that's only that's like Benzema. That's just really so the problem, selfish, right? right? That's really the problem, right? Because he, he always plays when he's injured, but now that the World Cup's coming, he doesn't want to play that he's injured. It's fucking you know ridiculous what I'm saying? because because you know when we had Jovic, Benzema <laughs> never Benzema rested. couldn't come back faster. He couldn't come back faster. Like I I remember when you know Luka Jovic played. Um, against Sociedad, and he, he scored. A, Benzema got injured, so Jovic was subbed on for uh, for Benzema. Um, he scored a goal, and he gave an assist. And you know, the next game he played, he started against Inter because Benzema was still injured, and he had a fantastic game. He didn't score, but he had a you know decent game. Benzema came back the next, the very next game, started the, the very next game, and, and Jovic came back on stay on the bench. You know, Benzema wasn't like, oh no, uh, you know what? Juvich uh, is doing a great job. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rest for a couple of days. Nope. He just, he just, he was like, no, I want to win Pichichi. I want to win. I don't want to win Ballon d'Or. I want people to keep talking about me. I don't, I don't want to lose the hype. But yeah, he, right. Now that he's won Ballon d'Or, now he's achieved everything that he wants. He's just he doesn't care. He, he gets to rest whenever he likes. Yeah, and now it's Florentino's problem. Fucking ridiculous, man. Fucking stupid how these people think. Yeah, and, you know, that's really the problem is that, you know, we as fans are being left to pick up all the pieces that are on the ground from him deciding to not play after years of not resting ever for anyone. And, you know, that's that's really the issue, right? He has never rested for anyone ever, which, you know what? You don't want to rest for someone. That's fine. Go for it. Um, but, you know, as a as a captain, you know, okay, fine. But now the moment something important comes up, or at least you deem important, comes along, you, you want to rest now? I don't know. It just really rubs me the wrong way. Um, do you have anything else to say on this topic? Uh, I mean, I think I think we've ranted for long enough about Benzema. Honestly, like he can he can go to hell. Like like we both share the s- sentiment of just never giving a fuck about individual players, if mm-hmm. especially if they put themselves above the club. And you know that's something that a lot of new hashtag or 
quote-unquote new age Real Madrid fans, three-peat fans, um, this is a sentiment that they, most of them, or all, honestly all of them have. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess we've talked about it enough. And and those type of fans don't have problems switching up clubs either. That's that's really the problem. No, is that you know, you know what? And that's not to say you know there are a lot of players you and I both love. I love Vinicius, man. No, you know even when he leaves the club, I still want him to be successful. You know, like Luka Modric, I've loved him with every depth of my soul. You know what I'm saying? Sergio Ramos, I still want him to do well at PSG, but that doesn't mean I want PSG to do well. You know, I want him to do well. Um. So it's not to say that like we don't care about the individual players of those people that gave us so much. We do. But the only reason we initially cared about them is because they played for Real Madrid. That's that's the reason why we cared about them initially. I mean, just it's just it's legit, it's literally a la Madrid. It's Inadamas. And for those who don't understand what Inadamas means, it's and nothing more. Legit nothing more. But it, to you, it, to some people, it just seems like Real Madrid e Benzema, <laughs> e Ramos, e Cristiano, e Marcelo. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm sure there are a lot of fans that... Um, in Spain specifically, that probably share the same sentiment as you and I in this situation. Um, I mean, if 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 you uh, if you ever um, if you ever jumped, I could on talk our, to them. Yeah, if 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 you ever jumped on Spanish Real Madrid Twitter, it's a completely different atmosphere. It, there's everyone, it, almost everyone is pro Florentino Perez. Yeah, they are. Um, except if you're a, if you're an, uh, an ultra sore, which is you know. Um, a very extreme group of Real Madrid fans that hate Florentino Perez for banning them, um, which you rightfully know, so though. Yeah, which you won't really, you won't really find them on Twitter. They stand rightfully they, so they, on both sides. You know, like they have a right to hate Florentino, and they also had a right to get banned. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> they're not very I mean, good people. Let's just put it that way. They're not very good people. Very good um, but yeah, if 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 you if you ever jump on Real Madrid, Spanish Real Madrid Twitter. They're very. They're almost always very rela- relaxed. Like even with any, even if we lose, they don't. You know, they they don't scream and 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 shout and and freak out like English Ramajit fans, English speaking Ramajit fans do. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a calmer. Like I honestly, I, I'm starting to make the jump there. Like I'm starting to unfollow and mute every English speaking Ramajit fan because. Like, because English is such a popular language, so so it's just a lot of people from different nationalities always jump on the bandwagon and just talk mm-hmm. about the same shit. So they can so so they they can get clicks, retweets, and and likes and whatever because they know they're um, them freaking out gets them a lot of you know interactions for some fucking reasons because you know human beings are fucking stupid and that's what they like to do. They like to fucking freak out. Something I will give English-speaking fans, though, is that English-speaking fans, you know, tend to pay more attention to outside factors, if you know what I'm getting at. Um, I have a lot of friends, you know, probably not on Twitter, but, you know, 
in Spain that are very big Real Madrid fans. You know, sometimes I talk to them. Um, and, you know, for an example, you know, I was talking to the one about Chuameni, um, when Chuameni, uh, Barcelona scored one, nothing Marcus Alonso You're playing center back. Merchants. No one cares. No one cares. No I, one I cares. bet on them. I'll get into it. I'll bet on them. Um, so uh, I'm pretty ratio. happy. No, 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 dude. I bet $10 and if it hits, I win like a thousand. Wait, wait, so. wait. What do you mean you bet on them? I bet on them to win. <laughs> yeah. You bet on them to win, but they were, they were marked to win. They yeah, were, but they, they I had, parlayed it with like I parlayed oh, okay. it with like a ton of other things, and so like I bet on all the teams that had to win, and then like the teams of like like I like Dortmund doesn't have to win, right? But I bet on them because Copenhagen is so bad. But like I stayed away from Man City versus Sevilla. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I just I thought it would be funny if you know. Uh, yeah, Victoria Posen were the favorites. Favorites, yeah. No, there are some weird games that uh, teams were favorites, but. Um, just because of what's going on. Like, Inter are, like, very big underdogs. And, like, I'm looking at it like, you know, if Julian Nagosman was smart, he would just rest at them, you know? Rafina just almost made it 2 nothing. Um, Pablo Torre is playing, too, which I'm very... That's actually... I'm actually... I moved from my chair where I usually watch on, like, three screens. I'll usually have one rotating through games. And then two of them with specific games. I moved from my chair because I want to watch Pablo Torre because, you know, we've talked about him in the past. I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Um, down the line, I think Bar- that was a good snag by Barcelona. But he's also someone that has been rumored um, to not be very happy at Barcelona. You know, he's not playing with the B team. And he's not playing with the A team. I mean, so, a funny story about Pablo. The He was close to joining Real Madrid, actually. But... Mr. Xavi Hernandez had a talk with him, and he was like, you don't want to end up like Danny Ceballos or Isco. <laughs> and, and the way that they Isco, ended up Real yeah, Madrid. sure. Yeah. That's a um, bad example. That's all I'm going to say on because, that one. Quote, unquote, because, quote-unquote, they failed or whatever. And now he doesn't even he doesn't even um, play off the, pe- off the bench for, for Barcelona. And he will never play. Actually, like, if... For the next three years, I don't see Pablo no. ever playing for Barcelona. Like they no. have Gavi, Pedri, De Jong, who doesn't seem like he wants to leave ever. They um, have. A, they're looking at sixes to replace Busquets, who seems to be going to Miami. Um, yeah, and you know they just they have a lot of players. I mean, Rafinha isn't really even considered a starter anymore, despite you know being an undisputed starter at the beginning of the season. Um, for Antorres, who they spent 50 mil on or whatever it was, 45, 50, 55, whatever the fuck it was in the winter to help them, you know, they had to secure champions league. Yeah. You were going to secure champions league anyway. You know, he doesn't even play anymore. So yeah. 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 And what's stupid, what, what was stupid about the Farfina signing is they're now looking into bringing back Messi and they're going to play him on a right. So their attack is going to be basically Messi. Um, Lewandowski and uh, uh, Dembele. So they signed Ferran Torres. They they will, but are they going to sell Ferran Torres? Are are they going to sell Rafinha year? Maybe later? they will. Um, they sold Malcolm. Which actually later. would be really funny if Rafinha. Yeah, but you know Malcolm. M- Malcolm and Rafinha, isn't. Two completely different players. Like he can't. I don't know. Like, They're both like, pretty it, shitty. It would be, honestly, it would be funny if he ends up at Chelsea. <laughs> it would really going back be to funny. Leeds. He goes back to Leeds. Yeah. And they end up taking like a twenty mil loss. That would be hilarious. 
He was he's from Leeds, right? I that's, always forget that's, all these dumb things. Yeah, I mean that's Barcelona's financial situation. Now that's fi- that's Barcelona's financial planning. Right? They paid yeah. what seventy seventy five mil for Rafinha, and he's a bench player. They paid like sixty mil or or, or fifty fifty five mil for. They got a deal on uh, Ferran Torres. Now keep it a, bench warmer. Keep it a buck. They got a deal on him. I don't we would have never. I think, we would have never. Paid, I mean, they you know, they, they would have charged us eighty installments, but they're still. Um, let me see. I want to see just how much they pay. I thought it was fifty, but it might be less. I would have paid fifty for Ferran Torres to play on the right wing, but that's just me. Yeah, do you think Ferran Torres is better than? For Ferran do you think, Torres. Okay, do you think Ferran Torres is better than Rodrigo? Than who? Rodrigo. Do I think Rodrigo? No, absolutely not. Um. So you think you, Rodrigo you know is better than Ferran Torres? Torres but I know you do. Very lackluster. Like I, I thought that Ferran Torres would be the next. He's been him. inconsistent, to say the least. What? He's been inconsistent, but I think part of the reason he's been inconsistent is because he hasn't been given confidence. He doesn't play. Yeah, yeah dude. Like honestly, I on his day, I do think he's better than Rodrigo. I'm not gonna lie. I just don't. Right now, I mean, Rodrigo's better, but you know, Ferran Torres is also having the worst career of his year. Yeah. Of his career, I said year. Year of his career. Yeah, he is. When you say, you watch him a lot. Um. Uh, Ferran. Like I said, like I told you, like I just, like I just said, I thought, I thought Ferran would be the next David Villa, and granted, <laughs> granted, he actually did turn into the next David Villa, but. In all the wrong ways, <laughs> he joined Barcelona and then died off, um, because that's that's exactly what uh, what happens out there. But you know, at least at least David had one good season with Barcelona before uh, being completely shit. Um, for he had a good half had year, what, like like three months. Yeah, yeah, a good half a season. Barcelona before he became absolutely shit, which is something that I Five would months. say uh, is Chavez's fault, not necessarily for us. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean it's not looking good for Spain going to the I World Cup though. Yeah. Just to say that, because they need him. Unfortunately, um, it's just Spain. Just Spain has absolutely no no attacking options whatsoever, except you know Nico Williams, and they just they have oh, yeah, the ball. more of this, more of the same, more of this. The, the Spain's attacking situation is can be. Um, all you can say is just it's more of the same. They have the more of the same yeah. players. They they're are all ha- the same they, prototypes. The same. Yeah, they're they're wingers slash midfielders. That's 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 Spain's attacking uh, options for the for the World Cup. Um, like, uh, honestly, like Morata's been in good form recently, so I think he should be um, Spain's. Um, Striker, like I, I, I was shocked to see Griezmann and Felix starting together today when Morata's been tearing it up for Atletico. No, like starting Griezmann and Felix together is just it's 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 stupid for me because it's just it's the same player Repetitive, twice. Yeah, they're, they're they're basic. It's basically the same um the same style of profile. Play. They have the same style of play. They, yeah, like if you're gonna play Griezmann, you have to have a player like. 
Luis Suarez or Diego Costa, you know, a, yeah, you need to have a finisher. Someone that's going to um, go but, occupy center back, something that we needed uh, last game. <clears throat> yeah. That we didn't get. But, you know. But, Stop it. You know, I think, like, I, I, Spain's going to struggle in the World Cup. Uh, I, yeah. I predict a, uh, a first round exit or a second round at best. Like, they're. Not just because they don't have the best players, but also because their manager, because Luis Enrique is a fucking asshole and he's a, he's a biased piece of shit. So they'll never they never get they'll never get far in the competition if they keep that guy, which they will. Well, you know he's done. He did really well at the Euros, so you know I guess at that point you kind of have to give him a pass. Um, but yeah, so I have a couple parlays from today. I'm gonna I want to get your thoughts on them. Okay. So, the first one is it's all games today, and the other one's games today and tomorrow. Um, so I bet five bucks it will win me a little over thirty. Um, tie or Club Bruges, so Bruges to either win or tie. They tied. Uh, Barcelona tie or Ajax. Ajax are up one nothing, and Sporting Lisbon are tie. You think that's doable? You think that's gonna hit? Uh, obviously, it's doable. You think it's gonna hit? I think I think it will hit, but yeah, <laughs> I think see, the so. problem with Barcelona is you just you never know. <laughs> not, yeah, not the even Lisbon ones. The Lisbon ones also, you know. Uh, um, but I did Lisbon or tie, so you know, because I was looking at it like I think they're through, but they need a win to get first or something like that. Um, I did a bunch of you know, and then the other one is, is ten dollars to win one thousand sixty-two. So this one's a little wild. There's ten different games I'm betting on. Is it an away game or a home game for Lisbon? Um, uh, it is away. Ooh. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, that could but be a tough one. Lisbon, Lisbon uh, beat them pretty bad last time, I'm pretty sure. I think it was like 3-0. But it's, this is also a different Frankfurt team. They're a lot better now than they were at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching, paying attention to Bundesliga a lot lately, but... I'm trying uh, to keep my eyes open for our boy Jude, but that's about it. And and yeah, understandable, and, understandable. And shout out to the best manager of all time, Xavi Alonso, who's doing you know a pretty good job with Leverkusen. Yeah, they tied Bruges today. Bruges was in first for their group and then ended up in second because of the draw. So Bruges actually has. Been, They're dude, just I, happy I to go through. I think Bruges conceded like one goal up until up until the last round. This they were really good, man. No, they well, yeah. So that means they give up one the entire time. I saw Rangers is like a minus eighteen or something. Yeah, I actually literally have to lose like eleven to nothing to get jumped. Yeah, Ajax have been absolutely terrible this competition, but you know they haven't been in Champions League in what eight eight years. I don't know. Ever since they um, they got relegated to fourth division, fourth division, they haven't been in Champions League. They, they've they've Who been is this? Li- li- Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, really? I did not know that. The- yeah, they really so had to happened- build from the ground up, huh? Yeah, they um, I think they went bankrupt or some shit like that. Oh, some- so they relegated them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they started shitty. from the ground up. Yeah, it's 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 incredible, honestly. They, they've done Good it for them. They've done it. Good for them. Yeah, done it. 
So this one is to bet 10 to win 1,062. This is obviously a long shot, but I'm going to give Kai a carrot because he keeps biting my feet, and then I'll read it to you and let me know what you think. Okay. just want to get your thoughts, okay? There you go. There's two carrots for you. Okay, so I have Paris Saint-Germain to win, obviously, um, against Juventus. Juventus has just been terrible. PSG... If they don't win, they don't get first in the group, essentially, because Benfica's playing the Masabi Hafia team. Um, yeah. Not very good. Um, actually, that uh, the team from Jerusalem or Israel, whatever the, wherever the frick they're from, they actually have their keeper's American. I had no clue. He played Division II college soccer in America. Pretty interesting because hmm. that's that's not very good. You know, D1's the best, obviously, and Division Two, you know. Isn't the same. Um, okay, so I have PSG, Benfica, Dortmund to beat Copenhagen. I have Chelsea or Ty. It's a minus 1,800. No clue why I even added it in because, you know, that 1, 000, minus 1,800 really isn't worth it. Chelsea should win the game. They're playing Dinamo Zagreb, but they don't have to win. They already clinched first in the group. So that's why I did Ty or um, win. Ty or win. Yes. Um, I thought that they would probably win outright, but didn't want to bet. I did put money on Real Madrid because we have to win. And then Sporting Lisbon to win plus 140. That was one of the ones that obviously helped me make you know it so high. Um, tie or Ajax, tie or Bruga, tie or Napoli and Barcelona. So, yeah. Any thoughts on that list? Honestly, I think Napoli are going to beat Liverpool. That's about it. That, that, that's, that's it. Um, I, think, I, think Liverpool, I think Liverpool are going to lose. They've been awful. And Napoli have been damn it up. Shout out. Shout out Napoli's to been one of the Georgian. best. Yeah. Shout out to Georgian. I found out how Maradona. to say his name the other day, but then I forgot. Found out how to say it the other day, and then I forgot. Yeah. It's impossible to remember. Carva Shalati or something like that. I forget. I didn't. Uh, I mean, you already said. It's the thing is not Carva. It's Kavara. Yeah. See, I already said it wrong. There you go. Well, Kavara. Sh- I don't remember. I heard him say it. And I was like, oh, that's how you say it. I'm like, oh, that's not that hard to say. And then I forgot how to say it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not saying that. I mean, again, I heard. Huh? I heard. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fabrizio Romano. That's who I heard say it. That's how I knew it. Times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, even he was like, "Is that how you pronounce his name?" Like, I'm not, I'm not. He wasn't even sure. That's how he. That's how he. Honestly, let's just ask Enrique. Shout out Enrique. Let's just yeah. ask how he. Shout out Enrique. Yeah, we should. Enrique like, would I, let us. I'll know. snap him after this and ask him how it's pronounced. Yeah, he'll probably send you a video I, of him facing like not of his face, just him saying the word, or he'll send you like yeah, a link you, on how to say it. <laughs> Like whenever I, whenever I ask him how it's pronounced, he always tells me just just call him uh, Cavadonna, like Maradona. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, Ajax up one nothing right now. Barcelona up one nothing right now. All the other games are nil nil. Bayern Inter probably a pretty boring game. I saw who was warming up in the Bayern game, and I was like, oh, okay, that's. They're not really, you know, they're not taking it too serious. Oh, man. Pilsen just hit post. It's right there, bud. Take it. Sorry. On the ground right there, I uh, made him chicken, so he wants his chicken. 
because, you know, I feed it to him with his meals, and yeah, so my dog is obsessed with chicken. Um, uh, do you want to talk about Danny Ceballos at all? Yeah, I, I honestly felt like a, a game like the one that we played against Girona, that's like, that's such a Danny Ceballos game, especially when Modric looked so out of shape and he looked so tired. Like, I understand that Danny Ceballos was... Um, he's fresh off of injury. I know he just came back, but, you know, 10 minutes against Girona wouldn't have hurt him at all. And the thing is, like, Cruz ended up getting, you know, sent off. They, they, yeah. if, he, if he had subbed Cruz, who had a yellow, who was on a yellow for Danny Ceballos, he, he just avoided a red card for Tony Cruz, who, 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 by the way, got his first red card after 750 professional <laughs> professional games. Yeah. That's his first red card. Like, if that w- if there's a time to retire Tony Cruz, <laughs> now is the time yeah, to do he's, it. He's deciding um, to retire at the end of the season now because of one red card. He's like, oh, I compl- he's like, I literally just completed football. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, but I, I mean, have no problem with I guess, him playing. You know, Ancelotti doesn't have a choice now. He's like he has to start Danny Ceballos yeah, against to play Celtic. Him. But like, like I said, like, um, but yeah, just Ceballos is very good against low blocks. He can he can open like Danny Ceballos always makes that pass that other other players wouldn't make, right? Because yeah, exactly. He always makes that risky through ball that killer you know, pass. player wants to make. Um. And and that always opens up space against low blocks, but like I understand Ancelotti's reasoning, but you know if you're gonna take off Kamavinga, you know he basically gave Girona control over the midfield when he made that sub. But yeah, Kamavinga was awesome. I just last felt game. like Danny Ceballos had he, yeah, um, had um, I just feel like if had Danny Ceballos um, finished that game, we we could have you know we could have had bigger chance of winning but you know i guess it is what it is i'm honestly i'm just trying to get over that game not think about it too much because it, it pisses me off so much that we dropped points against fucking girona after we beat mm-hmm. barcelona yeah that's uh, always which is, the you know the most real madrid thing ever it's always um, the kicker you beat the good but, team but lose to the bad team you not yes that is a loss for us we lost two points we didn't yeah we 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 yeah, like we drew against the shittiest club from Catalonia, and we beat the best. So that's Real Madrid for you. Um, and by the way, like I, 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 I saw a lot of people people talking about you know how how are we lo- how are we you know not scoring against Girona? Newsflash: Girona is actually a very very good team. They're better they might than their, not their have placement the most- for sure. Yeah, they might not have them the most points, but Girona has always been a very attacking team. Um, they're not—they're not the type of team to—they're the type of team to sit, sit back, but they are the type of team to counterattack you, just like that. They—they they know how to attack. They're very, very, very attacking. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I thought the game was going to end like four-three. Honest to God, I bet on it to be over three and a half goals because I was like, it's going to be a high-scoring game, and then it wasn't. Yeah, one thing I want to address though is just the fact that La Liga is fucking dying because of because of these 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 teams. Because you know, yes, Girona are an attacking team, but they still they still waste time. They still fake injuries. They still 
play awful, awful football that makes you just want to, you know, like if that was a FIFA team, a FIFA game, you would just rage quit, honestly. Yeah, but you can't. Exactly. It's, it's, re- it's real life. So, honestly, like, I don't know what you can actually do about it to make – like, M- M- Manuel Pellegrini, who's Betis' coach, who play when, probably, you know, the best football in La Liga right now from a yeah. team, you know, that's not Real Madrid or Barcelona. Um, he said that, you know, La Liga is the slowest, deadest league there is. Players just – Fall on their asses, pretend they're injured, waste time. People are people are looking for a show, and we're not giving it to them because he knows that he knows the technical ability that La Liga has. It is the best league when it comes to technical abilities. But but what teams prefer to do, and it's a system that they adopted since the fucking pandemic, and it's a system that's been going on since 2014 because of Atletico Madrid, is that they just. Waste time. They they sit back, waste time, and um, honestly, like that. That's it. They just sit back and waste time. Pretend I don't have a problem with just sitting back, but the time wasting is very annoying. How many times did the keeper get hurt? Like four. So three? Dude, that's actually something that I want to talk about. Like the the rule that you know goalkeepers must get treatment on the pitch. Like I understand because you know you, you can't finish a game without a goalkeeper exactly. in the net. But the thing is they abused it. Like if you if you think about it, like do you remember the the last do you even remember Courtois Courtois who played for Ramon, you know, who's a big team? Do you do you remember Courtois uh wasting time that way? Faking an injury in a 90th minute. You, I don't think you, I've you, ever you, seen him fake an injury ever. I've seen okay. him get treatment on the field, but not faking, I don't believe. Yes. Especially he has definitely got year. treatment on the year, on the field. Yeah, like every goalkeeper do, every goal, goal, goalkeeper does. But what I want you to think about is think of big teams only, right? And think of goalkeepers that play for for big teams. And think of you know an inst- one instance of a goalkeeper who plays for a big team, for, for a team that actually wants to win – who wastes time by making the goalkeeper fake injury? I want you to to to, to think really hard and think the last time you ever saw that happen. You won't because only smaller teams that want to waste time actually do that. And the thing is, like, if I was a ref, I would be like, "Get off your ass!" Look, I know you're faking injury. I know you're faking injury. It's the 90th minute. You like you're telling me that you played 90 minutes, right? 90 minutes, and then the 91st minute, near the end of the game, you're really telling me that you just got a cramp. Yeah, that's part of. That's really my biggest problem with it is the fact that these refs let these players do it, and then, and then worst of all, they, they don't, don't even. Enough, they don't give more time. Um, like we got an extra minute for a guy wasting, you know, they wasted about four minutes of extra time, and we only went to one ten. You know, we got nine minutes. You know, finally we get we get the time we're supposed to, and you know, we can't do anything with it because we really only got five. You know, which is why, again, you know, I hate to be that guy to propose it and call me the stupid American, call me whatever the fuck you want, but stopwatch, stop, 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 the, stop the time whenever the stop uh, the time the goal, on the game whenever the ball is out of bounds or whenever there's a foul or whenever the ball is not being moved. Stop the time. 
you really want to fix this problem? You really want to, you know, the flopping will never stop. And you know what? Honestly, I don't have a problem with flopping. You know, a lot, it turns a lot of Americans off, but I don't have a problem with flopping. Um, but just because, you know, in my opinion, any chance to get an advantage for your team, I'm going to take, right? Obviously. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, stop the watch. And, you know, shout out to Bettis and Manuel Pellegrini, a big game on the weekend, one where they were outplayed. I didn't get to watch the game. Um, uh, my fiance season had just ended, and it was really like one of the first days in a long time where we actually got to hang out. Um, she's working a lot less finally, thank God, because football season or soccer season, whatever you want to call it, is her team season is over, so they are done now. But shout out to Betis for beating Sociedad and being in fourth place, as I'm wearing a Real Sociedad David Villa or David Silva jersey. Shout out! This jersey is beautiful. I know you can see it. It's fucking. It's a beautiful kit. I got it from the official store when I was in San Sebastian uh, in May. It was on sale. I only paid like sixty yeah, bucks for it. Yeah, it's a really it. good kit. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. I X up two now. Sixty bucks. Beautiful kit. David Silva. I. You can't beat it. You cannot beat it. It's because it was the off season. You know, the season was over. Um, I was there late May, so you know, season was over. The new kits had already come out, so they were trying to get rid of the old kits. That's the best time to actually – that is the best time to buy jerseys. Like if you ever want to – if you want a couple season old Real Madrid kit, you know the pink ones, the pink and white ones, the ugly ones that we should have never had? They sold so bad that you can still buy them uh, at the, the Real ones from Madrid 14, store. The ones The reason they did it I think was for the female team, the women's team, when we got the women's team. Um. Yeah, I was watching people when I was in Madrid buying those kits, and they were like, "Oh, can we get a name on the back?" Like, dude, we don't have those numbers anymore, because you know they only have the new, the new this year's numbers. When I was there, you know, they weren't even selling oh. last year's jerseys when I was there because you know the the white and blues, you know, the ones the white, blue, and orange ones sold really well because they were nice jerseys, especially the white ones. The white ones were nice and clean, but. Yeah, you could buy you could you could buy the pink ones, but you couldn't buy the white and blue ones. I'm sure what happens is all these companies that buy the jerseys, they just set, Real Madrid are like, okay, we'll buy them back from you, you know, at this price, and then they sell them in the store. I, I'm sure they make hand over fist, which is why they probably pump out these jerseys or Adidas buys them back or whoever buys them back, because um, you can get them at any official Real Madrid store. Which you know they're all. I, I know you haven't been to Madrid. But, you know, they're all over Madrid. You can get it on Gran Villa. There's, like, two stores in Gran Villa. Um, there's a store in Puerta del Sol. Um, Gran Villa leads right into Sabellas. It's a really nice street. It's, it's like, uh, the Times Square. Puerta del Sol and, like, Gran Villa is, like, the Times Square of, like, Madrid. Um, yeah, and, you know, you can get, go get the jersey. So if you ever want, like, a if you ever, if you ever want a jersey for cheap, go at the end of the season. Because they're already selling the new ones. I mean, I don't want to interrupt, but it seems like no. I'm as done. we were talking, I'm and done. as we were ranting about Karim Benzema, he's been included in the squad list to face Celtic tomorrow. Well, he was going to play for Celtic. He was he was always going to play against Celtic. I, I didn't think he was. You know, I didn't think he was going to miss that game. No, but I think it's fucking stupid. Did you? Because he hasn't. Did you think he was going to miss it? Yeah, because he hasn't traded oh, with the squad in like a week. 
and you know all this is going to do you know the reason why, I'm sure the reason he's doing it is because of all the backlash he got from not playing against Girona and you know the fact that it got leaked that he was fine I, I'm sure that's why he's like yo you got to include me on this one plus it's a must win game you know according to him Girona wasn't a must win game but you know Girona was a must win game in my opinion Iron up one every nil. game, dude. Uh, every game in the league, every game's a must win. Yeah, you actually win it. Is a the league's must over. Win. Yeah. Oh, I honestly, just I can't wait till he leaves and we sign Erling Holland. I can't wait I for that transition. I really do. So there are, you know, just a, another topic is. A Kamavinga played as a six, and I thought it was probably his best game of the year. Did you think it was his best game of the year as well? Um, I think he played really well. I don't necessarily think it's his best game because he hasn't really been that good this season. So saying it's his best game is just—it's like saying you know he wasn't bad; he was average, or that you know he wasn't average; he was good. Like I. I thought good, he was good. Yeah, like a like a good like I judge Kamavinga based on how I would like Kamavinga to play because Last like season. I see I see Kamavinga as one of the best midfielders in the world, or he can be one of the best midfielders in the world. So when he does well, that's not what I expect of Kamavinga. I expect Kamavinga to put on. Seven out of ten, eight out of ten performances every game. That's what I expect from Kamavinga. That's what I think Kamavinga can do. But when he just doesn't do it, I'm like, um, like I, I, I expect better. Like, yeah, he, I know he's a kid. I know he, I know he's done well. But like, I know he can do better. So why would I judge him off of that? You know? Yeah, I understand. Um, something you know. Marseille is outplaying uh, Tottenham, but you know I wonder. Gavi just fouled the shit out of someone and faked a head injury because you know that's what Gavi does. You know, takes out another player, acts like he's injured, so he doesn't get a card. So just typical. I don't know if you. I don't know if you watched. That's what Gavi does. I don't know if you watched uh, Barcelona and Valencia game, but he he came off the bench shit like this. I saw a lot of it. Sixty third minute, and he he yeah, yeah, I he, caught the first half. Yeah, he got a yellow card like straight away. He beefed with with two uh, he, typical. He beefed with uh, what's his name, um, Gamalon. I don't he, the the number six from Valencia. I don't know what's Hugo, the one that called up got called oh, up the national. Guillemon, 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 yeah, Guillemon or uh, Guillemon. I don't, I don't. I'm my you know. In different parts of Spain, you know, different sounds make different things. So I'm just gonna say Diamon, like the Digimon. Yeah, he 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 started beefing with him. He started hitting him. They on like Guillemon was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, and and the Valencia fans started chanting chanting against Gavi. So, dude, like Barcelona fans keep saying, you know, he's just a kid or whatever, and he's just jealous. Like, bro, he's 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 out of control. Like. But he's just a brat. He, yeah, he's just a brat. He, he plays against Valencia. Valencia fans hate him. Valencia players beef with him. He plays against Inter. Same thing. Like it, 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 it gets to the point where it's not 
the fans. It's just he's a fucking cunt. I don't care how old he is. Dude, like, I can't think of a single teenage footballer who's a a brat right now. Like, he used to be a thing of the past. Like, um, uh, like 18 year olds would, you know, take the ball, do skill moves and shit and, 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 and hog the ball and be selfish and act childish. That, that used to be, that used to be a thing of the past. But now it's just 18 year olds or teenagers are much, 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 much more mature now, especially when they play for, for big clubs. Supposedly Barcelona is a big club. So, but they, the problem is they just don't, they don't tell the players to calm down. They, they inhibit bad behavior which is why i think gavi is only going to get worse and it's just it's funny to see because he's he thinks he's good he thinks he's tough but he just he needs a reality check and like i am i'm just i'm waiting for an altercation between rudiger and and gavi honestly that's that's Plus what there's i'm looking no, forward to there's no proper leadership at barcelona currently and because there's no proper leadership i think it's a no victoria pilsen just had a counter and they just messed it up um there's no Typical. proper leadership there um, and because there's no proper leadership, you know, if he was, you know, just imagine if he was at the club right now, you know, and you know, this is part of the reason I kind of miss Ramos. Cause you know, Ramos would have definitely gotten his face. Damn. Jordan Henderson is bleeding really bad right now. Um, I think bleeding it's Jordan red. Henderson. It's not Jordan Henderson. It's James Millionaire. Um, I think he got head on collision, but you know, Someone needs to put that guy in his place and just be like, dude, you know what? You need to learn how to act. And you know what? I, you know, maybe, maybe hope, you know, just hoping. Maybe if Ramos makes it to the World Cup squad, you know, maybe he can put Gavi in his place. But someone needs to teach that kid. And I'm not even saying he needs to learn some fucking manners or anything like that. But, you know, he just he does. He does, but. He just needs a kick in the ass, man, because he's super disrespectful to a lot of guys that have. You know, like, we, you know, we might not like a lot of players or a lot of teams, but, you know, there's respect, and he just doesn't really respect anyone, and that's part of the issue, in my opinion. He's basically a white, very, very small version of Arturo Vidal. Yeah. Or or Luis Suarez, if he was a midfielder, just... Or Jordi Alba, they just there's these types of players who are just there to piss you the fuck. Raúl Garcia, he's the next Raúl Garcia. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm calling it right now. He's, yeah, he's except the Raúl Garcia was good. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't honestly, I, I never thought Raúl Garcia was good. I thought, I thought he was just like Raúl Garcia is. A, he's like Casemiro to me. He's just, he's just a goon. Mm. Just, just complete. He's just a physical player, no technical ability whatsoever. Like, and 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 thing is, like, Gabi is not even that physical. No, he's not even physical. He's just he tries. He's very, very tiny. He doesn't have. He doesn't have the, Sporting the body goal. of a. Nice. Um, he doesn't have um. He doesn't have the strength. Um, that he that you would think a player like. The way he the way he acts that he would the, the, that he would have that strength. He's just like if you if you put Gavi in a physical altercation with the player, he would get smacked, smacked. He's kind of like Messi in that in that manner, like because Messi pretends he's so tough sometimes, and he tries to headbutt players. But whenever it gets serious, like against Pepe or Sergio Ramos or whatever, he waits till his teammates get there. 
he he waits till his teammates defend him because Messi's just not that type of player. He doesn't have the physique to even fight or 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 physically or have a physical battle with someone. That's the same for Gavi. He's he thinks he's tough, but like we saw in El Clasico, Mendy can just push him on the ground just like that. Well, you know, and Gavi just actually got a yellow. You know, and I don't really no, want to talk typical. too much about Gavi, but. Oh, Sporting is home, by the way. That's probably why I bet on them to win. Uh, I guess they beat them three nothing in the German stadium. I was like, "Holy crap!" Mm-hmm. Um, I got to put money on Sporting. Um, but, 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 you know, I I listened to that podcast um with the Barcelona and the Real Madrid fan, and you know, the Barcelona fan just cannot fathom why people don't rate Gavi. He's like, you, he's like Madrid fans. I just don't understand it, and we're like. It's because he's just not that – he's just not that good. You know, it's funny because actually Gavi's probably more – he's more of your prototypical Madrid-esque midfielder than he is a Barcelona midfielder. And, you know, the fact that he's more of our prototype of a midfielder and we just don't think he's good is even just points to more of the fact that – you know, because if, if a Madrid fan says Pedri is not good, they're just – you know, you can tell that they're not – you know, they're not worthy of having an opinion – based on Barcelona players. But the thing is, is every single Madrid player, every single Madrid fan I know sits here and says, well, Pedri's really fucking good. Have you ever, yeah. do you know any Madrid fans that don't think Pedri's good? Um, Trolls, mostly trolls, but real, yeah. real football Real Madrid fans. People you speak Pedri. to, though. People you speak to, I mean, people you listen to. I mean, if you're a Real Madrid fan, you hope that Pedri is the next Figo. I mean that's <laughs> that's one of the things that I that I'm hoping for that you know we'll we'll be able to snatch him and I I personally believe that it's it's actually doable because as much as Pedri likes to talk shit about that uh, that tryout that he that he had his trial um, just just the fact that he keeps mentioning it so much just you know he you know him it's 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 possible like I, I don't think it's actually his dream to play for Barcelona for the rest of his life and you know like we we know that in football everything is possible case figo mm-hmm. um yeah being the being the biggest example of that but you know, when it comes to when it comes to Gavi, it's just it's it's just it's not just Real Madrid fans; it's every football fan. Like the the one thing that Bayern fans and Real Madrid fans or D- and Dortmund fans can can agree on is that Gavi is just not that good. And the thing is, like Bayern fans also hate Gavi, Inter fans hate Gavi, Dortmund fans hate Gavi, everyone hates Gavi. It just it seems like everyone agrees that Gavi. First of all, it's not got it's not that good. Second of all, he's a piece of shit. It's just it 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 seems like only Barcelona fans like him, and for me that's just weird because if Kamavinga was acting the way Gavi was, I would be disgusted. Like yeah, when I would come and knock it the fuck off. Yeah, like when Kamavinga was getting uh, was Barcelona making, scored. Uh, who scored? Which player? Um, for Don't say Gavi, my boy. Okay. No. Yeah, I mean that, that, that's I, that's good. Um, they had to goal check it, but yeah, it's a goal because they thought Jordi Alba no. was offsides. Um, who played the ball to Fran? Like fucking um, 
like Bayern fans, they hate Gavi. Like every, like I said, everyone just seems to hate Gavi. Um, so if if everyone agrees that Gavi is a piece of shit, except except Barcelona fans, and honestly, like I just I don't I, like like I said, if, if Kamavinga was doing the same, just like when Kamavinga was getting into um bad making bad challenges and getting yellow card after yellow card, Ancelotti just benched him and didn't play him at all for for like three yeah. or four games. Um, Literally stopped playing him. And I, uh, yeah, and I was like, Kamavinga needs to fucking stop, and Ancelotti needs to have a talk with him. Um, like Ancelotti criticized, like honestly, Kamavinga is probably yeah, probably gets criticized by by Ancelotti every press conference. Like he, Ancelotti literally said that Kamavinga is not good enough to start for Real Madrid. He yeah, he did say that. that the other day, and he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Um, he said he's, that, he didn't say like, it that way. He just said like right now he's better. His qualities suit him better suit us for him to better come off the bench, right? He didn't. He wasn't like he's not good enough to start for this club. He just you know made a point that right now you know he needs to work on some things, and right now he's not up to par. He's he's better suited when the game is more open and players are tired. No, that type of criticism is better suited for a player like Gavi, who's actually not good to start for any team, because just having Gavi is a liability. Because if you start Gavi, that's an instant yellow card. Having a, dude having an early yellow yellow card for a midfielder is is hell. Like having an early yellow yellow card for a um, for an attacker, it, it's not that big a deal. But a midfielder. Where you have to sometimes make tactical fouls or whatever, um, yeah, that's it's a it's a big deal. And having a player like uh, like Gavi, who's always on edge, it's just it's it's a ticking time bomb. And um, so Gavi legit belongs on the bench. He belongs on the. He should belong on the. He should sit on the bench till he's actually till he actually gets his head in the game because his head is not in the game at all. He's a, he's a, he's a bastard. He's a, he's a, he's a le- legit cunt, and I, it just it baffles me that Barcelona fans don't see it. It, it, it legit that I don't I don't know why they they would enjoy the way that he acts or that they would want him to continue acting that way. It, it just it's it's not it's not good for them. It's not good for him. It's not good for anyone. Marseille just scored. They're up one nothing. Um... Their group is nine points, eight points Sporting, nine points Tottenham, eight points Sporting, eight points Frankfurt, five points Marseille. If they win this and Sporting and Frankfurt tie or Sporting win or whatever happens, it's gonna be interesting how that you know that tiebreaker happens if they don't win this game you know they're playing in marseille which really isn't an easy place to go but speaking of marseille you know i would actually really enjoy seeing zidane go there you know they have a good group of players they have um they're not the best but you know zidane wants to throw his hat in the ring for one of the best coaches ever you know for me you know, most coaches have to make it at smaller teams before they get to the bigger teams. Not every coach is just given a job at the big teams, you know. Uh, Tuchel, Klopp, Nagelsmann, you know. Marco Rose, guess what? You failed a big club, you get dropped again. Marco Rose, failed at Dortmund, 
guess what? Now he's at Leipzig. Still a good club, but it's not, you know, it's not Dortmund. You know, um, not every not every coach is given the keys to a Real Madrid, a Barcelona, uh, like Gavi is. You know, Gavi. You know, yeah, he he worked in Qatar, but you know, he really didn't he didn't play for a mid he didn't coach a mid table European team up to you know up to against and against and beating the European elites like someone like Mourinho did, like Klopp did, like Tuchel did. You know, um. That's something I'd like Zidane to take over, and you know he has his ties to Marseille because he's from there. To me, it'd be a much better project than him just, you know, selling out and going to PSG or something. I mean, it's it's inevitable. Like he even said it like a week ago that he's gonna start coaching soon, and I think he's just waiting for the uh, for the French team, French team, national drop. team. I yeah. don't. He is. It, it, it feels like this is. This is probably Deschamps' uh, last World Cup with France. Whether they win it or not, I think that's going to be his last um, um, last World Cup. I don't know. I'm not sure. If they, I don't know how long Zidane is actually willing to wait. Like maybe he's just waiting for to see what's going to happen with Deschamps after the World Cup, and then he'll be like, "Okay, so if 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 they don't give me, if they don't offer me the France job, I'll just." Go to PJ. I'll just go to Juventus. I'll just go to yeah. Juventus would be a good team for him too. If he could build Juventus up from the ground, no. If he could build, if he could build Juventus up from where they are right now, which is you know a fighting for Champions League, they're like a fourth or fifth place team, honestly, which is really sad because they have a lot of talent. It's clearly a tactical issue, but you know if they could be built up from the ashes like that. I think, I think, you know, that's enough. I, I just want to see, I want to see, I, you know, I like Zidane. I just don't want him at my club anymore. Um, I want to see, I like them as a coach, you know, I just don't want him to coach Real Madrid anymore. You know, I just want to see him. I want to see him get another shot, but I want to see him get a shot at the right club. Actually, looking at the standings, by the way, sporting 10 points, Marseille has nine points now, so they're on six. So if these scores stay the same, sporting gets first in the group, Marseille gets second in the group, Tottenham gets dropped to Europa, and Frankfurt gets dropped completely. That fourth spot should go to Conference League, I think. That's just my opinion. Like what, you're running Europe should just stop completely because you got fourth in your group. You're you're still a top, what's it, 32 teams play? 32, te- 32 teams in your top 32 team in Europe. Oh. Not, that I, not that I want that to be our next major talking point, but, you know, I think that fourth place team should get something. There's three competitions now. Honestly, like, I think that would be good, but, but at the same time, it would be just too many teams at the conference league. Like they, they already had. It's just it's, it's too many games. It's already, already. massive. I mean, um, yeah, but that's what they want. They want more games. Because yeah. if you get third in Europa League, now you get dropped to Conference League. Hmm. Um. So I do have another talking point I would like to talk about, and this is just the Pogba injury. Um, Kamavinga played well last game. He played well last season. 
do you think that the Pogba energy injury might mean that he's next guy up to take his spot on the World Cup squad? They already said Pogba's missing the World Cup. It's already known. Honestly, look at look at France's midfield shit. It's 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 ridiculously it's really bad. shit. Yeah. They could uh, use so, a player like Kamavinga, especially like, off the bench. Yeah, honestly, like they could use a player like Kamavinga to start because who do they who do they even have in the midfield to start? They have and they Gwendouzi. have Rabio, Guendouzi, Conte, Lamar. Con- is Conte maybe? missing? Um, I think he's he's injured. been out for a is while. He? Yeah, I think he might miss too. I mean, Chuameni is literally the only lockdown in midfield right now. He's been he's been there starting at the holding mid position for a while now. Anyway, but that France team is going to be good, but their midfield's really bad, and that will cost them losing Pogba. You know, I'm not you know me, I'm not the biggest Pogba fan, but that's gonna yeah. Hurt. And Conte is missing the World Cup. Yeah, I thought so. So Chuameni's going to start. Uh, Kamavinga's actually, you know, these injuries might have put Kamavinga into the squad. I mean, Deschamps would be fucking would be a fucking idiot if he doesn't. Because I mean, he played really bad during last uh, international break. Remember, we talked about how we don't think he just we're like he officially lost his place in the World Cup squad. Yeah, uh, but you know these things happen. I guess. Um, like honestly, honestly, like all it takes for Kamavinga is one world class performance in a in a in a game in one game. And, and 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 watch newspapers and and reporters start pushing him to be called up for the World Cup. It's just, it's just one game. Like it ha- it, he just needs one world class performance, and 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 yeah. Twitter will do the job, and he will be called up to the World Cup. He's got two games. He's got two <laughs> games to do it. Yeah, and he's gonna start both. Honestly, I think he's gonna he, start. I think he will. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll play against Celtic. I think he'll definitely play against Rio for sure. Um. Why? I think that you, tomorrow you think um, gonna... it's going to be – I think it's going to be Cruz, Modric, and Fede in midfield tomorrow. And then Rodrigo, Benzema, Cruz. and Vinicius up top. Against Celtic, this is. So I think he'll play the Rio game. Um, I think he'll start because Cruz will be suspended. I think Chuameni might be back by then, though. That's kind of the question up in the air no, right now. No, he's not. He's not Chuameni's not playing, unfortunately. He's out. You don't he's think he's gonna play the Rio out. game? Oh, Rio! He's uh, out of the no, Rio game. Talking about, I'm talking about Rio. He's not playing tomorrow. Yeah, he's not playing tomorrow. No, no, he'll he'll probably catch a, the Rio game. I don't even know how I feel about that game, <laughs> but. Uh yeah, I do think that Chiumeni will play against Rio, but yeah, he's out. He's out against Celtic. Like honestly, like you just start Danny. He's Ceballos out against, against Celtic. Celtic. If I'm being uh, careful, I mean honest. Danny Ceballos should definitely get some tick before the World Cup. Um, he should play. He should start one of these upcoming three games, in my opinion. Um, the cat to me, the Caddies game is the one he should start. The Caddies game should be the one he should start for me. I think. Oh yeah, you know, the give Luca a rest. This- the, the the most violent team in all of La Liga. <laughs> yeah, but that's not why. I think he should start Cup. because I think he's not going to be in the squad anyway. Ceballos? Did he even make the 55-man yeah, squad you know, for Luis If they Enrique? break his legs, he's going to be out for the to, 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 to 
till next season. Yeah, but I think because of their low, because they play a low block, I think he'll be good for us of that game. That's why I would like to see him play. Yeah, that game is gonna be hell. It's gonna be very stressful to watch. They're all gonna be stressful because we need to be on top of the league by the time the World Cup rolls around. No, but I've never seen you know, a, a low block like Cardi sees. We we always struggle against them. They they play the worst football I've ever seen in my entire yeah. fucking life. It's very they, terroristic. They, uh, yeah, they they don't they don't even know how to score goals because all they do is defend. Any other talking points? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm very, very good. Want to play COD? <laughs> Want to go play some yeah. COD? Yeah. All right, cool. So, thank everyone for listening. We're going to go play some Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2, pretty solid game if I say so myself. At least I think so. Um, it reminds me of the old CODs that I enjoyed a lot when I was younger. And, yeah, thank you all for listening. Follow us at La Casa Blanca Pod on Twitter. And I thank everyone for listening. Hala Madridi, not a mas.